Devin, the Northman is a Nazi movie. Fight with me about it. Fight with me about it on air. Tear our friendship apart. Let's go. Oh, this is what this is? Like, I I don't know what to tell you. Like, are Norwegians not entitled to their culture because Nazis have fucking propagated it? Like, that's not fair. Like, that's legitimately not fair to them that they cannot have their own. Because I walked out of the North. Is it? And I'll tell no. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to go or, or am I gonna finish? Just go. No, finish. Finish. Your, I'm gonna let you finish the sentence. I'm not gonna like. I'm not gonna like talk over you about what is and isn't racist, and then let not let you finish your sentence. Like you can finish your sentence. So I walked out of the Northman and I was like, "This is fucking sick. This is if." Shakespeare looked at all of my Man of War cover albums and went, God, what if I wrote a movie about this? And not only did I walk out with that, but I walked out going, I want every culture to get their fucking sick-ass revenge movie that is steeped in lore and mythology that the average audience doesn't know. I want an Aztec Northman that is just this and talks about Quetzalcoatlily and Quetzalcoatl and shit and the whole time I'm going, fuck yeah! Because that entire movie I just went, fuck yeah! He's talking about uh, uh, who the fuck? Willem Dafoe. He played, uh, fuck I can't remember his name. Now I'm called out on the spot on my Norse mythology but uh, like there's a reason he gets his head cut off because he's Ymir. He's, he's the one who Odin has to cut his head off to drink from the pool of knowledge to gain the knowledge of women so i was like oh this is like steeped in all this like norse shit that i already came to the party knowing about that deepened my experience with this movie that was like our second episode yeah so this movie did so much for me and like every frame i was going yeah and like the the diction and the vocabulary is like the exact feeling and the level of self-importance i want most of my fantasy movies to have i i don't like when we wink and it's like isn't this stupid i'm like no treat it serious and i'll care because i love fantasy and gritty bullshit and this was some gritty bullshit fantasy and i, I just had a great fucking time i love star wars month <laughs> <laughs> it's too on brand it's too on brand star to wars not month argue podcast <laughs> <laughs> They're going to come in with the new music, with the fucking... It's got the samples from Star Wars, and we're going to do the thing where we talk about the Northmen and Nazis. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just, like... Um, I just, like, I, I made a tweet about it being Nazi shit, and then, like, for the past fucking week, as of time of recording, my mentions have just been, like, a bunch of weird fucking internet men... Like, name-searching the Northmen to, like, come into my menchies to tell me that it's not racist, actually. Um, uh, and I don't know. I trust you to read a text, and I... Uh, <laughs> you know you know what I mean? <laughs> if it makes you feel any better, you tweeting the Northmen is Nazi shit is why my only tweet about the Northmen is the Northmen made me trans. <laughs> Great tweet, by the way. Had no idea what was happening there, but um, I did laugh hysterically and show it to the people I saw the movie with. Um, I think it was Nazi shit. Still, I, I like, like I like not just because it's Vikings. Like you can make a movie about Vikings and have it not be Nazi shit. I understand that. Um, and I think this one was was doing the like. Oh, we know that Hamlet is, Hamlet is bad um, and a bad guy, but isn't he also kind of cool and sexy and badass? And aren't all these, like, weird, dark-haired, nebbishy-looking motherfuckers kind of evil and sinister-looking? I don't know. I think the framing was doing that. That's my hot take on the subject. Right through the last shot. 
Um, uh, and I think that I'm the one whose opinion really matters here. So, I mean, yeah, you, uh, you're the the white woman who we have to <laughs> protect to ensure as the one the... of Scandinavian descent. Um, maybe. <laughs> No, I was just going to say you're the white woman, so you're the one who gives birth, and we have to uh, ensure a future for our white children. So, like, yeah, of course, there's more here. Um, it's always got to be about Nazis. It's always got to be about Nazis, so I had to bring it up. Um, welcome to Original Podcast Do Not Steal. I think this is this the is furthest we've gotten into an episode without mentioning it, like, it's without without name-dropping the time. This is the first time we've recorded since Bell was like, my professor's gonna keep listening to episodes. I've been telling people about the God show. God fucking damn it. Oh, it's this is original podcast, Do Not Steal, the podcast in which once a week, um, uh, in theory, when um, I'm not too depressed to stop editing and hold the pipeline up, Devin and I, and sometimes a third additional person, take some kind of property or franchise and we make an original character in that property or franchise. Um, uh, and this month, it's Star Wars month, so we're just doing Star Wars four times. Fuck you. This week, we are going to be making a, a Star Wars um, a, a, a Jedi Paladin OC. Uh, and that is what we are doing uh, but before we get to that, um, we have to build our parasocial bonds with our viewership, who, oh, which fuck, definitely wait, includes I... people we don't know. I thought I, did, I thought that cold open was a combination of the question no. of the week. No, dude, that was just the cold open. <laughs> oh, all right, let's let's go. <laughs> Okay. Oh, um, I'm recording okay. on a new mic. This brand new mic. This is the first thing that gets put into it. <laughs> this is fucking bad juju. This sounds like shit. Um, that's <laughs> why. You all know why. Uh, fucking. Okay. So, question of the week. Um, what's the funniest breakup you've ever had? The funniest breakup I've ever the had. The funniest breakup. Yeah. Ah, oh, fuck. Well. To keep the podcast rolling with the Nazi theme, um, remember when Karen <laughs> broke up with me because I was black and I have Asperger's? <laughs> Edit that name out. I we're, we're like friends now. It was like a weird misunderstanding. Like, I found closure in that, but like, that's the way it was framed at the time. And like, we've talked about it past <laughs> then. And she's like, I don't like, I thought that would be easier, but looking back, that was a really fucked up thing to say. Like, I just wasn't feeling it. It's like, yeah, you could have just said you weren't feeling it. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I didn't know the follow-up part of that. Like, I had heard the original part of that. Fucking hell. <laughs> so, uh, your turn. I fucking love Indiana. It's my favorite place in the whole world. Remember when Adam Driver was doing the press tour for Black Klansman? He's like, I didn't have to think hard. I grew up in Indiana. My neighbors were like this. <laughs> we grew up in the same town as Adam Driver for the listeners back home. So, um... That that's 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 context. That's context. Um, it is both a home poll and a Star Wars poll. I'm trying to come up with 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 it, with if I have any. I really should like in future when I'm making these questions, I should make sure that I have a question that I have a good answer to, because um, I, I didn't prepare for this at fucking all. This is a microcosm of the podcast wherein you pick a topic where you think we can have a back and forth, and I pick a topic because I have a video essay I don't want to write. So whenever I have these right. questions, <laughs> I'm like, well, I know what I want to say. 
and I'm just like, I wonder what Devin's going to say. And then I forget to think about myself. Um, which honestly, um, damn, this is a therapy podcast. This is just about, this is, that's a microcosm for my whole ass thing. Welcome to the therapy hour with Prince Devin and Amber Autumn. <laughs> I did definitely once have, uh, not, it's, it's not exactly a breakup, but I had this girl who I really liked, who I met on a dating app and we had been like seeing each other a few times. It was like kind of a friends thing, but I was definitely like into her. And so I kept like, like I was like flirting with her a while and I wasn't really getting anything back. And at one point I was like, Hey, um, do you need me to like stop flirting with you? And she was like, I didn't notice that you were flirting with me. <laughs> um, uh, what a sitcom. I, I'm not really looking for that right now. Um, but we can still be friends. And I was like, yeah, totally. Of course we could still be friends. Um, and then we didn't talk for two years. Um, <laughs> Welcome to we're friends now everybody. like i like i talk to her like uh, like pretty regularly but uh, it very much is still like sometimes she will just like go a couple of months um and and you just have to trust that you're still friends sometimes it's a it's a friendship like that yeah i'm glad both of our funny breakup stories end with us being like well we found closure later so it's fine yeah it's not funny if you don't <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and also most reason... of my friends are my exes so <laughs> there's a reason i didn't bring up <laughs> we can cut her name on this podcast too that's whatever um so now that we've gone through 10 fucking minutes of inane bullshit we can maybe start talking about star wars yeah, it's good that most... <laughs> the single most commercially successful and influential property of all time. If you think it's not, you're stupid. You're stupid if you think Star Wars isn't the most important property of all time. Of its its influence is more than just movies look and feel like Star Wars. It's invisible influence of how many people saw Star Wars and went, "Oh my God, I want to work at Weta Workshop. I want to make monsters." We wouldn't have uh, the Last of Us. Because the head writer for Naughty Dog, I forget her name, but she was inspired to get in the artistic craft because she saw Star Wars one day. You're dumb if you think Star Wars is the most important franchise of all time. Yes, this rant is about Tayshawn because he disagreed with me one time and he was stupid and wrong then and he's stupid and wrong now. It is Star Wars. Out of curiosity, how long ago was that disagreement? I don't fucking remember. <laughs> Okay, are we talking on the order of, like, weeks, or are we talking on the order of, this is a 10-year-old disagreement that you're drudging up on air? This is probably, like, after, this is, like, fuck, I don't know. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But it's been in the back of my mind, I'm just like, I'm fucking wrong. I know the bit is that you're wrong, but, like, you're wrong again in a, in a specific way that is crawled into my brain i'm so glad that we got to do all of our setup for our relationship to star wars in the previous episodes since um we wasted so much fucking time in this one yeah it's to be fair it's the third installment of star wars month i can see like it's fucking microcosm of burnout on star wars i can see people being like oh again it's like 13 minutes you know this is funny this is good content this is still good like Here's the deal is we didn't record for a long time because I got really depressed uh, and was having a bad time. And so like we're and like Devin was depressed before that. This is like one of the first times we're back and we're both having a good time, I think. <laughs> <laughs> like like this is the first episode in months that's like good. Um, <laughs> Wait a poop because this is time skipping so way to poop i you know i like the ones i just got done editing thank you very much i believe you as soon as they leave as soon as i'm done like making them i just assume that i performed like shit on them like every single time i edit a podcast edit an episode i go in like 
like, oh, this one was probably bad. I probably was not funny in this. And then I listened to it and I'm like, oh no, actually, surprisingly, um, I'm, I'm, I'm actually entertaining every time, every time that happens. You must because I do not have any fucking self self esteem. Young Padawan, in order to form a parasocial relationship with an audience, you must first form a parasocial relationship with yourself. <laughs> God fucking damn it! Hey, speaking so of Padawans, so in Star those Wars, things the... Anakin murdered. Yeah, um, uh, and also the thing that Anakin was, um, because he never gets to be a Jedi Master. So in Star Wars, there's this institution of uh, space wizards called Jedi, which people assume are the good guys, despite there literally never being any evidence about that in at any point in the franchise. And in fact, like really clearly since 1999, the franchise has been hammering in the idea that the Jedi are actually the bad guys over and over repeatedly into everyone's brains. Uh, but you got these space monks and, and they abduct children... Um, from a very young age to train to become Jedi because, again, they're the bad guys and the franchise knows that. And and the children in training to become Jedi who are being brainwashed into the cult are called Padawans. And so we're going to make an OC, I guess who's the victim of a cult, um, I guess is really what we're doing. But it's in space and there's laser swords, so it's fun. <laughs> Ooh, I have a. This is this is this has been a while since I've had a strong. Well, I guess it's not because we literally opened on a strong disagree. I liked the Northmen and you didn't, but like strong disagree. Like you're correct in saying the Jedi are bad. They have done seldom good for the universe outside of like expanded universe novels that are no longer canon. But like, I think that would come down to authorial intent. George Lucas thinks that this is good, like because Star Wars functionally is the monomyth, and and when people say that, just like structurally of the hero's journey abc yeah it's star wars to a beat but when you read the book um who the, who wrote it campbell yeah, campbell joseph. when you read it joseph campbell when you read that shit everything that's weird about like jedi and what they think is heroic and their detachment from the self and all that weird spiritual shit i always thought that was george lucas like his weird whatever he was bringing to the table no it's all campbell it's all campbell's weird shit all the weird hang-ups everything that you like as a modern audience viewer look and go what the fuck that's that's because joseph campbell wrote a stupid thought experiment <laughs> And for some reason, we all said, yes, this is a universal truth, even though he himself acknowledged this isn't a universal truth. This is just a thought experiment I'm doing. And there's tons of problematic shit that was gross then and has only aged poorly in it. Where was I going with this again? Yeah, no, textually, uh, I think you can notice that the Jedi are bad because we have modern brains and our modern sensibilities would look at this and say bad. I would argue that George has kind of always thought they're good because he loves the monomyth. Star Wars is the monomyth down to an uncomfortable T. That's whenever we try to do things that break it, half of the fan base gets fucking mad. We burn the sacred texts in what is possibly the best Star Wars movies, and that's the one that the internet couldn't shut up about how much they fucking hated forever. Okay, okay, okay. Like, like obviously I agree that 8 is a great example of it, but I want to, like, counterpoint on the rest of your point. I think that the prequel trilogy is built from the ground up to be about the ways that the Jedi failed Anakin. Like, that's the core underlying story. That's the whole fucking thing, is the Jedi paved the way for fascism by, like, by their failure to understand or care about Anakin at all, or to, like, think outside of their own narrow-minded doctrine. 
and like obi-wan functions in that story as a as a stand-in for the jedi for the jedi council and for anakin's relationship to the jedi council and in the end anakin turns away from obi-wan and by extension the jedi because obi-wan has failed anakin he leaves and goes off and hunts General Grievous and does what the fuck ever when Anakin is in his darkest hour and needs him most. Like, the the fucking moment when, they when like, Obi-Wan gets on the ship is the moment that, like, Anakin, like, like is lost. Like, like that's their last chance. And then Obi-Wan turns around and gets on the ship and fucking and fucks off into space on a, on a goose chase about a minor general who doesn't actually matter. I don't know, like, that's the whole story of the prequel trilogy. That's the whole thing. I wish those movies were good. They are. I will fight you. <laughs> I, I We can listen. Okay, here's, here's all this fight's going to be. It's going to be me going structurally, like on a script level, I think those movies work. I don't think having just a script that is good makes for good movies because most of the time they're flat, boring, and lifeless, shot, reverse shot the entire time, actors acting against something that is fake. There is a lack of agency in the vast majority of the... There's the fucking scene where Mace Windu and I think Anakin are talking and they go, let's go. And they don't pick up speed. They just fucking... Because it's on a green screen and you can't walk past a certain speed. I think they're, for the most part, lazy and boring. (laughs) And my favorite one was Attack of the Clones, because I saw it as a kid, fell asleep through the half of all the boring shit, woke up at the end and went, damn, this movie kicks ass. And I can simply say I disagree, and that's how the conversation will go. Yeah, we know how it works. (laughs) Again, that's fine. (laughs) Um, Padawans, uh... (laughs) right? It's gonna be it's gonna be sort of an interesting place to to enter that episode if we like fundamentally disagree about what a Padawan is and what their like role in the narrative is. No, it's um, uh, like like I, we 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 agree that the institution of the Jedi is bad. I just disagree with you that like it's an intent thing. Yeah, but that's yeah. Okay, okay. So do you? I I pitched Padawans, so I like have a couple of concepts floating around, but I would love to hear if anything is coming to your mind before I spin those. Um. Okay. So you know me, and you know the type of Star Wars fan I am. I'm a I'm a clone. The kind boy. who like clones. Clone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so like when Jedi show up, I go fucking again with these guys so like of the of i've been making star wars characters since i was a kid i don't think i've ever actually sat down and been like what would my padawan look like and um stealing a quote from the one guy who made like the the four hour long videos on the the jedi dark order and jedi academy games the best part about a jedi isn't watching them get power it's watching them see what they do with it and spoilers most of the time they fall from the dark side and have redemption arc but like that's the that's the fun in it because most padawans are being trained to be jedi and doing the fucking hero of a thousand faces thing or you have to detach yourself from the self and be a cold isolated fucking weird stoic person who speaks in absolutisms and doesn't realize they're speaking in absolutisms because that's what sith do anakin Derp, 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 I'm kind of boring. So that doesn't sound like a pitch that you're especially excited about to me. Like, um, I I could be. It's more so saying I don't have ideas. <laughs> I have nothing. I, what do you got, man? Totally. Okay. So so in the interest of making this as much of a parasocial bonding experience as possible, I'm like I'm like just fully nakedly going to be working through my own baggage and issues here. So the thing about the Jedi Order is that it's an evil institution, right? Very nakedly. 
Um, and it's also an institution that's like um, an organized center of political power. And to have someone who's like learning and studying in that system to become a part of it, to me, sounds a lot like a mirror for just like school, right? Like just fucking high school. And so the thing that becomes immediately interesting about that to me is... Uh, so my really fraught relationship with that is that I was like a good kid TM in high school, right? And I like am really good at capitulating to structures of power. I like got along really well with all the teachers, right? I was good at doing my homework, etc. And that was the thing that was really, really great for me at the time. Um, but became really complicated after graduation when like capitulating to power structures became um, a kind of a, a politically complicated thing to do it uh it, it it grew some tension with my values right about my like you leftist ideas about pink how the floyd's, good world should work you listen to plink uh, pink floyd's brick on the wall after high school and you're like oh fuck wait a minute wait a minute do i get it <laughs> so like to me i i my first instinct upon thinking about about padawans is like I want like so much of our of our of our Padawans are like main character energy who like grow to uh, uh, have a complicated relationship with the Jedi Order. What if you had a Padawan character who is really fucking good at being a Jedi and who is really good at being a Padawan and is really good at navigating those systems in that way? And because of that, they get used for they 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 get used or 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 they prepare to be used as a tool in some like really shitty stuff in the service of colonialism or what have you and either we have a character who like starts to sense that that's maybe kind of fucked up but they're too far down the road to like do anything about it at some point and it becomes sort of like a tragedy of a fall thing but like instead of turning to the dark side they just like really lean into their role in the jedi or you have a padawan who never questions it whatsoever and the story becomes about like the way that this person who could have been something else becomes indoctrinated into this system where they never even think to look at another path while you were talking i was like oh so you want to you want someone who drinks the kool-aid and never even has the moment like you have the moment where because you're an audience member you're trained to be like third act they realize that they're gonna help the rebel alliance but he stabs the rebel alliance leader and it's like haha i did good and then i realized that was the second pitch of the two and when you're describing the first one i was like you should watch arcane that's like the God whole damn it. jace has arcane's a great fucking show but i'm the not way, gonna watch arcane i'm not gonna do it <laughs> I'm not saying you, but, well, god damn it, that episode's gonna be me talking again. But anyways, the listeners should watch Arcane. That's a great fucking show. But it's also League of Legends, so I will never watch it. I know I don't need to have played League of Legends. I'm aware of that. Nevertheless, I will never watch it. And also, I, like, still haven't watched Doom Patrol, so, like, whatever. <sighs> We're just fucking... I, I remember when 
you first pitched the show to me as a project we'd do, and I was like, finally, I have an excuse to make Amber watch or experience things I've been trying to get her to watch or experience for a while. And then I and then I quickly realized, no, <laughs> that's not the case. I haven't even I haven't even watched the last episode of Peacemaker. That's where I am. Like I I don't fucking have time to watch TV. I just don't. I <laughs> I go out in the world. I do things socially, even when I am depressed. I'm. I'm gonna. I'm. I'm really gonna try to get you to watch Jonah Hex because I want to do a how we'd fix the Jonah Hex movie episode. I really want to do that. <laughs> Movies are an easier sell for me than TV. Yeah, just uh, just you know, watch the Jonah Hex movie sometime, and we'll do a how we'd fix it. I want to do that episode because that movie fucking sucks. Okay. Anyways, uh, Padawan. Which which of the two paths sounds uh more fun for you to do? Well, it sounds like um. The one arc has already been done in Arcane, so let's do let's do number two. Let's do one where uh, uh, the Padawan never even considers that there's another option. So what we need to do for that is that we need to give them probably like some kind of like a dark mirror, right? Like a like or a, a light mirror, like a a childhood friend who here's an idea didn't didn't drink the Kool Aid or whatever. Here's an idea. It's crazy, um, but this is a whole OC podcast and. OCs and particularly okay this is all this is all going to coalesce this is this is going to be a big thing my galaxy brain tank okay okay so mary sue that is a term that comes from fan fiction it's for a self-insert character who shows up and they're vegeta's secret older brother who's super big dick and cool and everyone wants to hang out with and it's because that was just a kid writing the thing they wanted to happen they wanted their favorite fictional characters to think they were cool and they're effortlessly good at everything because it's just escapism that's where that comes from one asshole who made a shitty movie on netflix said that ray is a mary sue and that became something grossly attached to star wars for a long time but because this is a podcast about star wars and about ocs intrinsically tied to fan fiction uh, what if we did some real Mary Sue shit? I'm the secret brother of Vegeta. What if our character is Anakin's best friend that the movies never talked about? Because Anakin's <laughs> whole thing is rejecting the Jedi Order. Oh my god. I actually love that. Like, it's one of the kids that we see for a second in episode one who Anakin would, like, hang out with that we never return to. <laughs> That's fucking stupid. That's the worst pitch I've ever heard. We gotta do it. No, that's no that's one. in the highlights reel. Just like like that's the tagline for this show. That's the worst pitch I've ever heard. We gotta do it. <laughs> no one can stop us. We have the power. We can make it dumber. <laughs> we can make it worse. <laughs> we, can, we can rebuild him. But we don't want to spend a lot of time or money. <laughs> Remember when they made a Bionic Man comic? Um, I didn't specifically know it, but I would. I like if you had told me they never had done it, I would be surprised. It's just so stupid because like the whole sell of Bionic Man is he does something that goes, and you can't have that sound effect in a comic. Like just having T A T A T A T A T A on the page isn't the same. Anyways, a fucking OC. I'm trying to, like, remember what kids we see in the background in that shot. I think there's, like, a little Rodian kid. There's the one quid that the one time we did our Star Wars rewatch, shirtless in your dad's basement. I was like, headcanon, that kid's Guido. Um, I think there was a fat (laughs) kid, and I think there was a... 
whatever race Ahsoka Tano is, kid. And then just like a generic space white kid or whatever. Okay, then let's do the one that's whatever species Ahsoka Tano is. They're called like Tortugas or something. I don't remember. I'm a fake fan. Chase me out of this podcast with pitchforks, everybody. Let's go. It's fine. I fucking I I'm I'm the guy who read whose favorite novels are the Republic Commando novels, and I'm always like a fucking Basque race. I don't Trandoshan. Who gives a shit? You 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 take the alien you know, you say their name, and then their whole race, which would be racist if they were real, but they're not. So but it's they're not fine. But yeah, an Ahsoka um, Tano. Okay, so that kid. Why does that kid get inducted into the Jedi? Uh, well, Amber, you saw the fucking movie. You have the magic blood that makes you super good. And one day, the fucking Taken man comes and he's like, My God, they have so many magic blood cells. We need to indoctrinate them into all we had called. That's this is a terrible Liam Neeson. I am that, that Liam Neeson was really fucking bad. Hold on, let me try again. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I was. I was out there looking for a black man to kill. <laughs> this is the show where we laugh about racism. Just like <laughs> like three times already this episode. Like we did the Northman thing and then your breakup thing and Liam Neeson. It's This is the show where we laugh about ra- racism. Hey, and also maybe we talk about Disney properties. Because <laughs> everything's a Disney property. It was either going to be that or give her the fucking pink elephant. Uh <laughs> But I, oh, but every time Liam Neeson gets talked up, I, I think about that time. He he just said, I was looking for a black man to kill. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, a, that's not a thing you need to say, Liam Neeson. Pro, so, uh, tell that shit to your therapist. Um, <laughs> I mean, hopefully you already have, but, you know. <laughs> I'm Liam Neeson's therapist. And he's, and he's telling you the story of, like, how his friend was sexually assaulted and his reaction to it was roaming the streets looking to, for a black man to kill. <laughs> Who therapists the therapists? Oh, I fucking, I really hope you guys clicked on this Star Wars episode and were looking <laughs> for not Star Wars. <laughs> this is the most off-topic episode that we have ever had. Like, other than maybe the Toon Link one. Oh, God, I, I sent that one to Cameron, who's, like, the Legend of Zelda guy I know, and every every five minutes... <laughs> Poor fucking guy. He was, like, <laughs> he was like, so now you're talking about Castlevania in the Toon Link episode. <laughs> like, an hour later, he was like, is this an April Fool's joke? Are you guys going to end on April Fool's? He's like, oh, we're not that smart. We didn't know when this was going to get posted. <laughs> Oh my fucking god. Uh okay, so I do want to say um that to me, I don't think that this kid should just like happen to get discovered by the Jedi by coincidence. I think that's a pretty cosmic coincidence. I think this kid sees Anakin get abducted and they're like they're like I want to get abducted by the Jedi too. I think I would make a great Jedi because they just like know that they would. And so they like they, like, go the way the fuck out of their way to get the Jedi to notice them. All right, yeah. Uh, how does one do that? That's a good question. I would love to hear you answer it. God. Okay, so in old EU, when Luke was rebuilding the Jedi Order, one of the ways he would find people is he would go to casinos and people who were unnaturally lucky. That's because, unbeknownst to them, they were using the force to cheat the die rolls and stuff, and that was a way to find force-sensitive people. So a lot of them came from gambling dens and things like that, finding an unnaturally lucky person. New AU, the only time I've seen Luke do it 
is with Grogu, who is Baby Yoda. And it's because Mando had to take him to this place where he'd sit on a rock and kind of reach out in the Force to, like, a Jedi. So maybe this kid, every night, goes out and kind of, like, reaches out to the Force just to find fucking someone. Doesn't know what he's doing, but God damn it, this kid's tr- this kid wants it. He doesn't want to be... You know what sucks? Being a slave. You know what doesn't suck? Getting to use space magic. Yeah, I... I really like that. I think that especially mirrors Anakin's uh, journey because, like, like Anakin also has, like, oh, being a slave sucks, whisked away to this, like, magical new life and retains a lot of feelings about his life as a slave and and, and the experience of sand and how bad it is. And so using that as, like, a... And therefore this kid gets really into the Jedi and the Jedi let him down not by... Um, uh, not by being bad for him, but by being too good for him and, like, leading him in the wrong direction. And so then, like, like the way that has to end, like, that ends with Order 66, but, like... Let me show you something. Yeah, go. So, Order 66, not the end of all Jedi. There's a whole period where Darth Vader's just going around killing Jedi. I'm it's true. Not, I'm not familiar with either incarnation. I didn't really watch Rebels. People tell me it gets good. Eh, it didn't catch me. And uh, most of the EU books I read are New Jedi Academy and Shadow of the Empire. Oh, Shadow of the Empire is a fun section. But this this section of Star Wars has always kind of bored me. Darth Vader being a badass, who cares? I can pitch you my Darth Vader movie at the end of this episode. But I feel like if it's a whole parallel to Darth Vader thing and we're doing very dumb fan fiction I think their end has to come at the hands of Darth Vader yeah I agree that makes sense their end also has to come as a result of some choice they make that is um in accordance with the Jedi's values but that we would say is like the wrong call like that has to be the thing that gets them killed right and it has to be a moment when they could have chosen something else yes correct Sorry, I'm Googling Anakin childhood friends right now. I'm just kind of just clicking around seeing if I can see them. Would you like me to vamp while you think? If you have vamping to do, you are always free to vamp. Sick. Okay. So my Star Wars pitch that I realized what it was on a conversation with Hans because a Darth Vader solo thing does not interest me very much. But I was talking about, oh, we're going to get personal with me on this episode today. Hi, folks. My name's Devin. And one day I lost a kid. And... Losing a kid is much like when you lose a relative. I don't know if you, listener, have ever lost a loved one. But the thing is, people will tell you it gets better. And those people are wrong. It does not get better. It is that this becomes the new normal. And person we both know, I don't know if she wants her name said on this podcast, but when she talked to me about it, one of the things she said that was very prescient and true to this experience I now live with is that most of the days you are fine. And some days you are just not, and that's just how it is. And some days you feel bad that you feel fine most days. And that rings true to losing my grandma. And it also rings true to this kid that I never even got to name. And so if you gave me, Devin, here's your Darth Vader movie, it would be Darth Vader experiencing this grief for the kids that he had. Like, you would just, Darth Vader would just be going through his life. And like me going through my life, he's doing his job. And one day Darth Vader's just fucking sad because, oh, I killed my wife and our kids. I miss my fucking kids. That's my Darth Vader movie. And then one day uh, he'd do it like in front of a stormtrooper and a stormtrooper would be like, oh, man, I got to. 
right, hey man, uh, Darth, I don't know if you're okay with this. Uh, I know we, we wear these helmets like it's a dehumanization thing, but you you seem like you're really sad right now, and I know there's a man under there, and there's a man under here, so I'm, I'm gonna go in for a hug, and if I finish, like if I wrap around and you weren't force choking me, I know that a hug is a thing you want. So I'm just I'm just gonna do that, man. Okay, all right, all right we're hugging, okay? Uh, and I'm gonna leave. You never have to thank me. You just needed that. Uh, forget my serial number. You don't know me. <laughs> Runs away and Darth Vader's like, I like that guy, like through tears. That's my Darth Vader movie. It's just Darth Vader being sad because he misses his kids. That's a like great story. Um, it was sort of a bad vamp in that it totally prevented me from thinking about whatever I was gonna say next because I was so enraptured in the like genuine personal uh, like tragedy that you were you were talking through there. <laughs> well so like fuck off dude why shut the fuck up how dare you well, well if i enraptured you I, I think we've enraptured the audience so that's good podcasting but uh good podcasting bad vamping i don't do crowd work now <laughs> hey where's where's everybody from eh? <laughs> i can do more vamp time do you care about marriage marriage aid at all um, uh, fucking no. Um, I pretended okay, to once then. upon a time, but I don't give a shit about Mary Jade. Ah, oh, Mary Jade ruled. But anyways, then you can you can cut off. I'm just gonna talk about Mary Jade for a second. But remember, Mary Jade had a fucking video game. That's fucking. I I forget that all the time. And I loved Mary Jade. She had a whole fucking video game. The fucking Jedi Academy Two. It's all about her and her and her helping Kyle Katan, who's ascending to the Sith because that's where she used to be. The gameplay sucks, and it's like a very ancient uh, 2d first person i mean 2d first person shooter is very antiquated but like it's a good story mara jade had a video game that's such a fun fact oh man all i fucking wanted and i think it would uh be disrespectful potentially disrespectful to the fans who gives a shit about star wars fans we deserve less we're all smelly shit babies but all i needed like that that little bit of like ah now mara jade was somewhere there i needed luke in fucking Last Jedi to just Ray be like, what have you lost? What have you sacrificed? And Luke looks off in the middle distance mournfully and he goes, I had a wife once. And a single tear goes down and I in the audience would have went, yeah, fucking Mara Jade. She's canon still. Fuck you. I read those books. Okay, so there are a lot of ways in which the Jedi suck. I think one of the ways that's like the most... it's never dick because they're weird about sex. Right, because they're weird about sex. The Jedi do a bunch of colonialism. As one of their main things they do wrong. Here's my hot take. Here's my here's my pitch for you. Our Padawan has a Jedi Master who gets killed during Order 66. Um, it's this really big and dramatic moment in their story. And in the process of... Like, like at the time that Order 66 happens, this character's Jedi Master is trying to like establish a Jedi Temple on this world. Doesn't want... A Jedi temple on it and where we end up in the story um, is that the Empire is coming in like later time skip the Empire is coming in to um, do some colonizing of their own in that on that planet on that world um, and our character comes in to like they're like I like I was told to establish this temple um, I'm gonna like follow the doctrines of my of my Jedi Master. I'm gonna be inflexible about it because that's what Jedi are. So they come into the planet, but like not to help with the Empire coming in. They come in to like to like compete with the Empire and do their own colonialism. Um, 
Uh, and that's how we get them to like confront Darth Vader when they didn't fucking have to. And then we get the like we get we get those two to show down. Does that make any sense? Yes, we get a white savior Jedi. Absolutely. And then we get to like have that moment where where Vader gets to be like, "Hey, yo." Um he probably wouldn't say that exact thing, but um uh, uh No, no, no. no. <laughs> hey. Hey, wait a minute. <laughs> Didn't you watch me pad right? Oh, oh my god! Kip for two go- Dude! Do you want to be a Sith? He gets it's yeah. Cool. I'm not, I'm he not gets to selling go, like, it because I live in this iron lung, but tr- it's cool. You get to fuck if you want. The Jedi sent you to do this thing. Um, I've been there. It sucks. Is this the thing that you really, really want to do? And our character gets to, like, say yes. Um, our character gets to be like, like we get to have that hot fuzz moment where he goes, is this what you really, really want to do? And our character goes, yes. But in our version, it's not a joke in our version. It's like, oh, this was your last chance to change your mind. We have a reverse character arc from the tombs of Atuan, the second novel in the Earthsea Chronicles. Maybe we even like, like Vader offers to let them go. Like Vader has like a, a genuine moment of humanity where they're, where, where he's like, where he's like, where he like sees his childhood friend, right? And he's like, oh my God, uh, my friend who I have not seen in forever, who like has lived a very similar life to me and went down a different path. And Vader like takes a moment to like, to be like, I, I will let you go. Like choose a different life than this. Don't do this. Um, and then our character goes, no, I have to do this. And Vader goes, okay, and he fucking kills him. Uh, I, I do love that Vader's moment of humanity is in some extent selfish because he's seen the uh, a better path he himself could have gone down. Absolutely. I love this little storyline. Not that depthful of a character, but I don't care. Um, <laughs> great little story for them. Uh, yeah, do we want to name clothes and vibe? I mean, clothes and vibe is going to be very, like, traditional Jedi robes, right? Um, yeah, they're just the most Jedi-looking motherfucker ever. Keep the braid on. Um, oh, well, they can't. They're, uh, they're, a, they're a Tortuga. Audience, when you close your eyes and think Padawan, you're thinking of the character. They dress like that. I'm going to Google some 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 Tortuga names. Um uh, it's Togruta, by the way. Yeah, so Katano race. Yeah. My roommate de- wants me to correct what is trying to get me to say the actual name. Listen, if I remember how to say I love you in Mandalorian, but I don't remember Star Wars race names, I'm never going to fucking learn, and I absolutely do not care. Okay. Um, I'm going to make up some spacey sounds with my mouth, and that's going to be their name. Gorul Kirata. Gorul Nazbit. Sure, that that can be it too. I'm fine with that. All right, got Gorul Nazbit. Uh, lovely. Um, do we have a do we have pronouns for this character? Um, do you want to take him? It feels sort of immaterial to me. Um, I don't have a strong preference. Yeah, I, I don't. I, I'm not feeling much of anything. About I the think let's let's make it a boy on this one, in, right, in order well, so that yeah, it doesn't Anakin, just feel like Anakin Ahsoka. To, oh, Anakin that's true. Has to look at himself and That's Anakin, true. much like that guy who tried to review turning red, was like, "It's not about me." Ugh! You're right. Fuck. Um, Where is nine eleven? All right. Um. Uh. One extra fun little fact about Gorul piece. I'm gonna do one real quick about our 
Yushong Vong, Bounty Hunter, Johnny. Um, okay. Because that character isn't specifically from KOTOR. We'll do a KOTOR episode one day eventually, we promise. Kiss Kiss audience. But if they do take place in KOTOR, it's a thing where if they are a member of your party and you do not, like, get that... Um, I forget the words, but get them to like you, you know, all that bonus shit. You never find out they're a Vong because that's a perk. Like, they take their helmet off and that's when you find out. So that moment where you're sitting in in lunch and you're talking about it, you're like, yeah, and then Johnny's the Yuzhong Vong. And you're the friend who didn't go, goes, Johnny's the Yuzhong Vong? What? <laughs> that's stupid. <laughs> all right, this is this is too stupid not to roll with it. I think Garl Nesbitt fucking loves sand. He loves Oh my it. fucking he god. Sand feels so nice. He he fucking like if he, Jedi don't talk about much and he feels bad that he loves it as much as he does because he's supposed to be stoic and detached. But if you get him to talk about sand, he's going to talk Oh my you've been in sand, it feels so good, it's warm. Oh my god. Okay, so sand. here's the thing is that the the sand monologue in Attack of the Clones is about Are you gonna defend it? Are yes, you defend I'm, the yes oh I'm gonna fucking God. defend I the fuck sand you. monologue. Hate, fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> it's stupid. The fucking sand monologue is about yeah. Anakin's re- Anakin's feelings about Tatooine and about having abandoned his mother on Tatooine. That's what sand is about. Anakin is a really strong relationship with a desert planet. Um, and his current emotional conflict that he's going through at that scene is a sense of guilt about the life that he left behind there and why he left it. That's what the sand scene is about. It's speaking to his internal characterization. So having this character, um, having Goru fucking love sand, um, I think actually sort of uh, contradicts the thing that we said about his characterization earlier, which is that he's desperately trying to get off of the planet because he hates being a slave there because yeah you could hate being a slave and like the place like like the planet you were born on but like thematically thematically the sand thing means something and so when you have this character love sand that also means something thematically and it means something contradictory to the other things that we've said about this character i don't know like it, that shit it matters say you like bad movies you don't have to search this hard i'm not <laughs> I'm fucking right. You're wrong and I'm right. Um, I'm sorry. It just, that's what it is. I don't know. Maybe if it wasn't a fucking flat, boring monologue that we all turned into a meme because no one could take it seriously. <laughs> I'd pay attention, but I never have. If the character loves sand, I just want it on the record that I hate it. <laughs> yeah, I, I literally said before I started, it's too stupid not to do it. Which you said is the motto of the podcast. Oh, I did. I, I learned it from it. watching right. you, Dad. Fuck. I think that Gorul is really into some kind of obscure Jedi practice that is definitely just astrology. Um, like, he loves to talk about this, like, obscure Jedi learning that he's really gotten into that most other Jedi don't seem to know what the fuck he's talking about and the ones who do don't seem to take him seriously because he's just, like, talking about, like, reading people's energies, man. You know, man? Like... Just a fucking astrology <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, being, like, into astrology takes on a different context when you're, like, literally space-faring because it's based on, like, star placement and shit. Yeah, like, yeah. 
Yeah, just a sand-loving astrology nerd. <laughs> All right, um, and that's Gorul, whatever his last name was. I don't remember. It's Nesbit. probably the title. Is that it? Are we done? Do we do an outro now? I think so. So I'm going to give you a fun fact, and that is that I realized Nesbit. I didn't know. I knew it came from some movie, but I couldn't remember until literally this moment. But it's at Toy Story 1 when Buzz has his psychological breakdown. He goes, you see this hat? You see this blouse? I am Mrs. Nesbit. And so if you're wondering where that name came from, that's where it came from. And this kind of quality behind the scenes, everything we give you is part of my plan to monetize our friendship. And that's my outro, baby. Wow, well done. This has been Original Podcast. Do not steal my name has been Amber Autumn. She, her. And I've been Prince David, baby. He, him. Our theme music is by Kyle Alicia, who you can find more of at therealragnarok.bandcamp.com. Um, uh, please don't be dissuaded by this experience and instead join us next week um, when Devin tries to get us to talk about professional wrestling, but instead we'll be closing out Star Wars Month by doing a, um, uh, how we do episode, um, about how we do a, a standalone Star Wars, uh, 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 movie, like, 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 so, like Solo or Rogue One, but like if it was good, like if it was a good one. I forgot, uh, there was, because it's been so long since we recorded, I had a whole bit where I was going to compare and contrast The Wild Bunch and Rogue One, because in a lot of ways, The Wild Bunch is the movie Rogue One wishes it was, but we can do that for another day. You can do that, uh, in fact, next week, uh, when we record it, in a minute. Um, anyway, um, uh, Space Goodbye, are we doing like a Let the Force Be With You? I don't know, whatever. But, uh, May the Force Be With You, I've been... Fo- Forp Tuna, and Shit. I'm not a racist cartoon uh, alien. That's me. Yeah, me neither. Um, you ever look at the way Kit Fisto smiles and the fact that this motherfucker's named Kit Fisto and be like, you like Fisto. You can't lie. <laughs> <laughs> Good for him. That's a closer, baby. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>